Hello, everybody. It's Jerry at the Fledge, and welcome to season two, episode 11 of Every Damn Day. And before I bring my guest on, who uh, is a very good friend of mine, a partner in the Fledge, and uh, critical into in a lot of projects that we have in the future, uh, I just want to talk about some of the things happening uh, today, tomorrow, and the next day. So today we've got Text Tuesday happening at 4 o'clock, and that's from 4 to 5.30. And in a few weeks, we're going to be having the STEM Entrepreneurial Club happening as well. So look for signups for that. If you've got a kid in Lansing who has a, an idea for a business and they're between 7th grade and 12th grade, you can go to thefledge.com. We've got a signups link, and you can sign up for... Uh, the STEM youth program. If you're a kid or you have a kid that wants to be involved, you can be a mentor for that program. So there's a sign-up sheet for that. There's a sign-up sheet for Every Damn Day, the show that we're doing right now, and a sign-up sheet for entrepreneurial support uh, that people might uh, be looking for as well. So again, thefledge.com. There's a menu item called signups and there's lots of programs you can sign up for underneath that. And then looking at Thursday, um, we have our crypto ecosystem meetup from 12 to 2. That's every Thursday. So if you'd like to come to the Fledge at 1300 Eureka, Lansing, Michigan, 48912, come in and learn about crypto and talk about different things that we talk about in that space. And then Thursday night, we kick off the 2022 first version of 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one. And that is at 6 PM. So if you would like to uh, pitch message us or send me an email, Jerry at the And uh, one of the integral parts of 99 problems, I'm going to bring on the screen right now. What's up, Mark? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. You know, I always give uh, MY a lot of credit for that beat in the intro for 99 Problems, but for you made sure. the whole video, which is super sweet and has the yeah. capital. And uh, ironically, Thanks. you're fractionalizing it into little fractals yeah. in that video. Um, yes. Right. I never thought of that. So maybe we could do that again. <laughs> I'm... Uh, I'm the timer. Yeah, you're For also the timer. Don't know. Right. Uh, yeah. This is uh, the guy. This is the face behind the 99. <laughs> we ruined it. We did. We ruined oh, it for everyone. Dang it. Dang it. Well, we'll get someone else now. You got bigger and better things to move on to. Trying. That's an um, easy one. Um, so I'm going to try to kind of get out of your way a little bit and just ask you what's your story and what are some of the projects you're working on right now and I'll probably ask you a couple questions along the way. Okay. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to hear my story. And I think I told my story last year a little bit more about um, more personal. Um, I'm super excited what, what we're doing with, with blockchain, with NFTs, uh, with crypto in general. At the Fledge, um, it's not the only place I'm, I'm working in this field right now um, was definitely the most exciting, the most interesting. And I think uh, 
one of the places where my work will have the most impact possibly um, on other people for sure. Um, I don't know. What, what should we talk about? I uh, well, got into coding by accident. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. Yeah. It's just, I mean, at, at first it was a means to an end, like keeping a job, uh, maybe getting a raise at a job, maybe getting health insurance at a job. I'm lucky enough to be in jobs that I could learn on the job and, uh, you know, advance in that way rather than going the traditional route of uh, college courses or technical courses. Um, I did take some uh, some college computer courses, but um, just at LCC. Excuse me. Um, LCC is one of the greatest community colleges in the nation. I totally agree. Uh, I didn't mean to diminish yeah. <laughs> at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, GIS uh, is where I was trying to get a degree in GIS. Um, I tried several, several times. It was either my fault um, or uh, they didn't have the advanced classes. So at that time, it was sort of, it was a little more cutting edge, I guess. So right. they either couldn't find the teachers or couldn't find enough students to fill those classes for me to finish my associates. But I, I, I got a job anyway, and that was sort of the point. Um, but this type of coding just came from taking a little bit of knowledge and applying it to something that I want to get done. Um, I guess I have a lot of practice at like reading tutorials deconstructing other people's code is really how I started to learn um, any of it at all. Uh, you know, when I started doing the mapping stuff, I'd find something and somebody's project online, you know, and it made with the Google Maps API and just sort of tear it apart and try to get it to do stuff. Um, That's not how everybody learns how to code? I don't know. I, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, uh, I've always been comfortable in that because you can see stuff. Yeah. Um, and kind of right now, my I get lost because I don't know how to set up the proper environment. I don't know mm -hmm. how to test anything. I don't know how to run it. Um, yeah. But I'm too old to code. No. Leave it to you young guys. No, we got some stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> like you're old anyway. Mm -hmm. At least I 10 am. years older than I am. Yeah, you can point that out anytime you want. <laughs> so uh, let's let me deconstruct a little bit about the maybe the crypto ecosystem. Sure. Uh, can you explain in mathematically how the blockchain? I'm just kidding. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, can tell us uh, how would you explain the blockchain to uh, your grandma at Thanksgiving dinner? That's a tough one. Um, well, maybe not to your grandma, but what, what's no, the, no, no, no. I, I had definitely had a smart ass comment, but, um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I guess immutable, but immutable is sort of one of those words like fungible and non-fungible that people don't understand unless they're playing around in the space already. Um, permanent is not quite right. Um, Distributed ledger is another very specific to blockchain term that really sort of sums it up, but a lot of people don't get. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. Help me out. 
Well, um, I, I took a little bit of time the other last week talking to uh, uh, Brent Forsberg and his group about what the blockchain is and basically said, you know, I can have a ledger here where I write down all the money that you owe me or that I owe you. And I keep this with me all the time. And from mm -hmm. time to time, I might erase something and put a different number in there and come to you and say, well, you owe me $50. And you're like, no, I don't. I owe you $30 in my mind. And I can be like, show me the ledger. And you don't have one. So mm -hmm. I'm the bank and I win. So you start keeping your ledger. And then a witness comes in and starts keeping a copy of the ledger. And so when you and I disagree, this other party can come in and say, well, uh, I agree with Mark or I agree with Jerry. And so then if you put four, five, six, a thousand, ten thousand people keeping a copy of the ledger that we can all compare, then we can agree on what's right and what's wrong. And that's a lot different than one of my banks that charges me twenty nine dollars service fee some months. Like, right. I don't know why they do in one month and they don't in the other. And sure. nobody understands why. Yeah. So, yeah, so I kind of think of it like that. Mm -hmm. um, would you call that? A distributed transparency. How about that? Yeah, transparency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, can't be. Uh, it's like the Wu-Tang clan, clan. It's nothing mm -hmm. to fuck with. Blockchain. Yeah. So uh, you can't uh, forge it. You can't be fraudulent, all of that. Yep. So uh, how, how do you, how do you look at the blockchain? Like, why is that so important? Well, I mean, th there's the thing right there is that the transparency is one. Um, the equi equitability is another one that um, I hope, that doesn't sound make me sound like an idealist, right? Because there's still forces out there with money that can sort of push things in their direction, right? Right. But um, yeah, I ideally, um, it's a much more equitable solution for making decisions, having your voice heard, um, finance even at some point potentially. Um, I think that's a big one. Um, what else? You know, that's about your question already. Well, uh, like, why why is it important that the blockchain is in our future when it comes to financial systems? Maybe. Oh, when it comes to financial systems. Oh well, I don't. I know. mean, that's that's a big one for me. Is it just that equitable participation? Um, it. I don't know. I mean. It, what let me let me rephrase the question what excites you most about the um uh projects that you're working on in the crypto space like pick yeah. a project and give well, us an example of any of them that are well lots of our systems are unfair to some degree are broken to many other degrees um we take, I mean, talking about transparency, right? Let's get away from finance for a minute and just talk about having your voice heard as a member of the community, um, voting, right? Government systems, uh, 
city council knows how many people, uh, you know, voted for a specific item. Um, uh, you know, uh, breaking up these systems that are now unfair and inequitable. Um, there's lots of potential there. And that's what it, that's what it's, excites me a lot, right? Yeah. I, uh, I got to take a tangent for a second. Mm -hmm. There was a comment just posted. Um, it looked like it was from the Fledge. It was not from the Fledge. And it was a phishing scam in the crypto space. So I don't yeah. know. How do they pick up on that so quick? Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to have to look into that. So do not do anything with that. You are not going to win 3,000 Bitcoin if you participate in that. Send you my seed phrase for a chance at that Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what? Uh, tell, us about, tell us about NFTs. Like what's your view on them? Why are they important? It's uh, tough right now. Um, the majority of what you hear about NFTs are art, um, question mark in quotes, um, you know, profile pictures, generative I, projects. I just had to block myself from StreamYard. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's funny. Uh, yeah, we're being attacked pretty hard right now. So stay off the Facebook page for a minute, everyone. Um, but keep going. Keep oh, going. Oh no, this is With interesting. That. Where, it is where interesting. are you seeing that? Uh, they're they're coming up as comments underneath the video. I just blocked the user who happened to be the fledge. So okay. I have to see. <laughs> can I even? Uh, what happens if I comment? Uh, this is it. It's interesting on the video, kind of, but not mm -hmm. so interesting maybe on Spotify. So, no, for sure. Okay, yeah, let's keep going then. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who said LOL. Okay, funny enough, it is hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, what were we talking about? Um, what your view of nfts are oh you yeah. said that it was tough right, right that now. it's just it's just much more than people realize that this is the very beginning of uh their utility um there's lots more use than investment um you know the the good profile picture projects have community backing them which is cool but you know it's even going to go beyond that for um access is a big one um you know participation in in these uh systems that we're talking about right proof of attendance proof of participation proof of you know and i see that you know there could be conflicts there in the future too um resolving like uh you know everything being anonymous versus use your use your uh, NFT for, you know, to prove that you're a resident so you can vote on, you know, one of these things for your community or so there's a, you know, there's a lot to work out there for sure, but it's, uh, goes way beyond pictures of, you know, uh, flies, whatever flies, <laughs> yes, punks and apes and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so like in El Salvador, they switched to Bitcoin, right? Right. And everybody in the country, every citizen received a wallet. And I think they got $200 worth of Bitcoin or something like that. Um, I guess I didn't block the fledge, but I sort of blocked the fledge. Super weird. Um, they're commenting. The NFTs come to our weekly meeting. Oh, I have an idea. Yeah. yeah. I have a suspect in mind. Yeah. Who is it? Oh, wait. Never mind. Maybe not. Mm. Uh, I, I, st I still have a suspicion. Okay. Somebody well, we'll talk about real. that. So, yeah, YouTube seems pretty safe. They're only oh. coming through. Um, so Shannon's doing the fledge page now, so we can trust that. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's happening on the other, unless you have a giveaway going on and you hijacked our page. was me. <laughs> so uh, anyways, let's get back to uh, the crypto stuff. Uh, what, what do you think, like, what was the moment that you got interested in crypto? Why, why did you get into crypto? Was it? Yeah, you know, everyone you were making kind of badger, badgering me about it for months about how if I should invest $20 here and there and look at my sweet Bitcoin ATM. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was, I mean, that's honestly what started me reading about it, you know, it was just like it was you know, nothing more than, you know, could I actually invest $20 and make it 2000, you know? Mm -hmm. but, then, but then, yeah. Yeah, it, it took years for me to sort of understand it uh, more and things clicked about, you know, about blockchain. And then NFTs really sort of uh, opened that up even more as far as use cases for blockchain. It was uh, so exciting in the beginning with just the the coins, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of that. Yeah. And then the whole altcoin blow up. And, yeah. Yeah. And then NFTs come along and I'm thinking, oh, shit, we just went from Netscape to AOL. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, all right. We got the masses involved. The masses are talking about it. They don't understand it yet. And email's kind of dumb or whatever. But uh that's kind of where we're at. We're in this mm -hmm. infancy. Uh, how is how exciting is that for you? Like, what what do you do every day? I guess that you wake up. Are you learning something again? It, absolutely, yeah. And it's the same process that I always used as far as like, you know, I mean, I read a, a ton, but um, there's always a project that I'm working on. Uh, somewhere that forces me to learn something new. And that's how fast this stuff moves, you know? Um, and you don't want to get caught doing anything the old slow way. So um, tech in this space advances super fast too. So there's always a new company out there, you know, saying they can help you that their API is better for this reason or whatever. Um, or just new things to do. Like uh, I did an NFT project recently and everybody kind of knows how expensive gas is on Ethereum, but uh, somebody discovered and popularized the fact that um, these open Zeppelin contracts that people basically considered as truth 
and maybe yours was, you know, if you didn't start from that template, yours might be a little suspect, but that, you know, one part of this was extremely inefficient and they could cut gas by, I don't know, on these contracts by like 60% just by making small changes to these opens up with contracts. So mm. nerdy so, stuff, but interesting to me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fascinating to me how much people kind of think they know about crypto, you know, like it, it's super bad for the environment. It's a Ponzi mm -hmm. scheme. It's only used on Silk Road for committing crimes. But once they start getting into it more, they realize, you know, it can make unbankable people bankable. It can right. raise money for communities that are struggling, like what you're saying. What what do you see, like in 2022, mm -hmm. are, is crypto going to be abandoned? Is it going to be even bigger? Is, uh, is Bitcoin dead? I don't know about Bitcoin. I just read something again. I mean, every so often you hear, oh, they're finally going to find a way to introduce smart contracts, right? Um, that would be cool. Bitcoin's not going anywhere, but it's still, to me, it's sort of a boring, just sit there and be a speculative asset. Um, you know, Ethereum and these Ethereum-based chains, uh, that's what interests me, stuff with yeah. real utility at this point. Um, none of it's going anywhere, but sure, I hope that same people who complain about um, you know, the environmental impact, we'll look at it and see which which um, chains are actually doing something about that and, you know, which aren't. So and if, if they have a problem still with the that, bigger one, then screw Bitcoin. What is it? <laughs> Visa is still the biggest uh, drain the on biggest the biggest polluter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's old. Yeah. It's old and done the old fashioned way. And even, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum's got to move to proof of stake. So it's more. You know, everybody's been waiting for Ethereum 2.0 forever, but it, so, that'll happen. Who knows when? I don't know. And it's uh, there's two two avenues we could go right now: proof of stake versus proof of work and environmental concerns. Mm -hmm. Or you said that you've said a lot of terms that people aren't necessarily going to under understand. You know, my favorite project right now that you're helping me with, and I'd like you to actually explain it back to me if you don't mind <laughs> okay. is we and Stefan's watching right now. So, Hey, Stefan, Hey, zero. Hey, Stefan. Um, hey Don, by the way. Um, and Hey Shannon, uh, the, uh, getting into the studio downstairs, we have a wise smart lock. So we have an app that will unlock that door if you're granted permission we have our nft projects and we have this con this this web 3.0 where i'll just say where we can connect uh our wallet to the site and it can look at what we own what we possess whatever right the the project that ties those three things together will you kind of tell us how it works and how the nft the importance of NFTs could be looked at from that. Yeah, I think, um, let me try to walk through it as a user. So if you own an NFT, you have to own a crypto wallet. So, you know, everybody's, not everybody, 
you have a wallet, uh, you know, MetaMask is the most popular wallet probably still. Um, so what you can do is just go to a web page on your phone, on your laptop, whatever. Um, click a button that connects your wallet to our web page, but more importantly to um, the blockchain. It reads from the blockchain, your account number in your wallet determines whether you own one of these flies. If you own one of these flies, will allow you to click another button that then connects to um, the wise, run some mm -hmm. code, in this case, Python, and connects to that wise account and opens the door, unless you're Stefan. <laughs> or Stefan-like behavior. Oh. Um, Stefan will be the first one who ever has the NFT that opens that door, in my nice. opinion. Uh, I agree. But I think that the reason I love this use case is because it demonstrates the power of what NFTs really could be. They're not just, I took a picture of whatever and loaded it and sold it for $6 million. Right. There's unlockable things. There's mystery in the future. There are keys that come with the title to that, that icon or that piece of art, if you will, mm -hmm. that open up so many things. Um, do you have a, a particular use case like that that you're excited about? No, that's going to be the first <laughs> one that's like practical like that. I'm just started getting thinking about it. So, yeah. I, I'm so excited to be, you know, on a tour of the Fledge and say, hey, if you have this NFT and this, all you have to do is go here. Right. And it's going to be amazing. Yep. And it's close, too. That's not it's not a big project, you know. Yeah. We we have spent a lot of time inviting our community to participate. Right. When you look at the um i i can't block this person <laughs> anyways i'll keep deleting their comments they can go it's it's so horrible how predatory this ecosystem is and yes. our community right now i'm telling you come to one of our crypto meetups we're not trying to take advantage of you we're trying to teach and warn and show you know if we say buy bitcoin we're not actually going to say that to you. We don't know your position. Maybe that $20 is best spent on your electric bill or something like that. But what we do want to do is get the people that look like us in our community coming in to the ecosystem. Because frankly, and people are going to say there's two of them right there, but this ecosystem, the next potential monetary system is being built by uh, relatively wealthy uh, white people, white men. Yeah, I yeah, resemble half of that. Yes. Not wealthy. Um, and, you know, we've got, I want to get that equity going, not just in the value of this new system, but in the building of the new system. Making sure. it fair. So, um as we so we got a few minutes left and uh let's let's promote so everyone can find 
uh, the fledge projects on uh, fldg.io, right? Everything you want to know. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, go ahead. We have most of the info up there, and we'll continue to use that site to uh, show off our new projects and evolve and all of that. What tell us about some of your other projects that you're working on and promote them a little bit and how can we get people pointing towards that? Um probably Twitter is the best. OX Eureka is my sort of development Twitter. So um one project is um working with a team from Michigan um, on one of those, you know, and I don't mean to discredit or diminish them in any way, but a, uh, a PFP project, an NFT project, but um, they have some interesting stuff going on. The artist is amazing. Um, they're, you know, they have a charitable component to it. Uh, they have big plans to use some of the money to make an animated series and some other cool things. Um, uh, working on another NFT project with another guy who I thought I saw was on creeping on here. The jeweler. Uh, the jeweler. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure how much he wants me to talk about it, but it's interesting in its own way. It involves a little more DeFi, a little more uh, complicated contracts that are moving coins around. And that sort of sounds shady, but it's it's not. It's uh, it's building up some other smaller or, you know, mid-sized coin communities. Um, he says, talk, cool. man, talk. Oh, yeah. Spell my name right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's uh, – if, if if you look at my Twitter, that stuff, you know, is it's there. pretty constant. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So last thing as we wrap up here. Yep. What advice can you give to people out there about what they should do with crypto? Stopping short of go buy $10,000 worth of Bitcoin because it's on sale right now. Yeah. How can people get involved in crypto in a way that, you know, is dipping their toe in? Um, look at Twitter, 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 crypto, Twitter is super positive. Like you're saying, I don't know, somehow jerks and scammers get pushed out of there, right? Yeah. It's a super positive community. You'll see a lot more of, uh, people promoting each other, people promoting interesting projects that aren't just money grabs that aren't, you know, telling you where you should invest, but actual you know, use cases like we've been talking about. Um, yeah. That's more or less where I started. And I'm inspired by it, you know, because of the positivity. Um, so, you know, more of the, the main news you hear is, is bad. You know, this exchange got hacked, you know, everything's down 20% and stuff like that. But there's just way more to it. Um, but then... The weekly fledge meetings, right? That's yeah. what you're looking for, actually. Well, it's part that it might be just, you know, get a MetaMask wallet and buy know, a fly. Buy a fly or buy a, an XDI bot or buy a dumb thumb or whatever. Yeah, yeah for sure. 
buy an NFT, join the community, see what it's about. Yeah. And buy that with money you have. It, it's not the lotto. You're not going to buy an NFT for 20 bucks today and sell it for 2 million tomorrow. Right. Uh, that's a, that's a lotto ticket. It's going to be very rare. Exactly. Yeah. So. Maybe it happened more a year ago, yeah. but even then it was, you know, it was rare. And we talk a lot about NFT projects as being a way to raise money. And um, I equate them to uh, uh, what's it called? Kickstarter projects where people, there are some successes and people raise a million dollars or millions of dollars for their project, mm -hmm. but that's a rare thing. You're not going to just create an NFT project and start selling for millions. That's going to be very, very rare. And there's techniques for it. And I'm super happy with what you've done for us. Um, we've Thanks. only sold a few hundred uh, NFTs, but it's, it's a new way to make money. It's a new way to give access to people. It's a new way to look at um, radical inclusion within the fledge, which is weird because it almost seems exclusive, but I love what you do. I love how much you have helped us get to where we're at. Um, people don't know that, you know, from the Fledge Music Group to the some of the software projects we've done before to what we're doing in the crypto space, you are the person behind that. And I hope they see your face now uh, without my face. Um, I appreciate that. But, you know, I, I almost prefer being the the guy behind the guy yeah Anytime. well um primus interparis man you're gonna have to come to the top of the v sooner or later so thanks mark thank you so very much for everything you do and for coming on the show and everyone that's a wrap that's another every damn day we will see you tomorrow and come to our meetings uh the fledge.com slash events has everything you need to know when we're doing stuff here. So check it out. Thanks, Mark. I'll talk to you later and stick with me for two seconds.